Web3 with me is a discussion style podcast about the ins and outs of Web 3.0, hosted by Zach French, known as Off Edge in the verse. From crypto to NFTs, DAOs to DeFi, we cover the abstract philosophical promises and the new business models enabled in this new decentralized world. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or watch the show on YouTube. Thanks and enjoy. Zach French is a bar certified attorney and nothing expressed by Zach during Web3 with me shall be considered legal advice. All the opinions expressed by Zach and his guests are solely their own opinions. All content in Web3 with me is for informational purposes only. Zach and his podcast guests may maintain positions in the securities discussed during Web3 with me. Thanks so much for tuning in to Web3 with me. It is our mission here to educate, and we realize that some basics of Web3, like WTF is a digital wallet, might be helpful for you to know. We will be releasing a series of short videos on YouTube and Reels to help cover these high-level topics. We hope they're useful for us, and feel free to leave us feedback. My guest today is Rish Latlakar, CEO and founder of Superworld. His career has spanned Wall Street, Silicon Valley, and Hollywood, all as a true digital nomad. As co-founder and CEO of Superworld, he connects communities, brands, and influencers that would like to create, discover, monetize, and own their virtual world. As co-founder of The Rogue Initiative, he connects those who are interested in VR, AR, feature film, TV, gaming, content creation, publishing, distribution, and investment. He also does early stage venture investing globally to find new disruptive web and mobile startups. LFG, baby, let's start vibing. Welcome to the show, Rish. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, Zach. I'm excited to uh, talk to your audience. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you to share a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Superworld. Uh, traditionally start these conversations with letting the audience get to know you a little bit better um, and learning about your founding story. So start wherever you'd like. Yeah. So uh, again, I'm co-founder and CEO of Superworld. Um, previously, you know, um, where it all started, I guess, is I, I was born in India. I grew up in the United States. I uh, grew up in Houston, uh, went to Rice University in Houston. Between college and grad school, I lived in Madrid, Paris, and London. Um, I've, I, I'm a global nomad now, so every year live in different parts of the world. But, you know, kind of grew up with this very strong appreciation for the world, cultures, travel, and, you know, really... Um, you know, I, I joke around that we've been living the super world lifestyle for a very long time. So love the world um, and, you know, very excited and, um, you know, uh, honored and grateful for the opportunity to be able to build a platform like Superworld. But previous to Superworld, I, you know, I um, originally, you know, I'm Indian, so I was uh, going to study medicine. And, 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 you know, in fact, in college, I used to take out eyes for transplant surgery in college, you know, so kind of very hardcore into medicine. Um, but I'd gotten a grant uh, to do an MBA as well. I was doing an uh, MPH MBA and MD and, and I uh, got a grant to do an MBA and that took me down this other path. So I ended up doing management consulting and then investment banking in New York. I was working at UBS and HSBC on Wall Street and then um, you know, start off in real estate investment banking of all places. Um, didn't know at the time, I, you know, it helped to create the category of virtual real estate. And, you know, I came from the traditional real estate world. 
um, but you know, have have strong ex- expertise there. And and then got into venture capital in New York, investing across tech and biotech. Ended up uh, starting a couple of venture capital funds uh, in Europe, uh, one in Ukraine called East Labs, and I'm on the board of Tech Minsk in Belarus. Um, and uh, had some exposure to augmented reality through that experience, through companies in that part of the world. And then was early at a company called TopTal, which is a talent marketplace uh, backed by Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, it was the first biz dev uh, early employee at TopTal to help grow and scale. TopTal learned a lot about, you know, being on a rocket ship and, uh, you know, how that works. It was a great experience for me. And then about seven years ago, I started Rogue Initiative Studios, which is a film, television, gaming, and virtual reality studio in Hollywood. My co-founder produced Call of Duty, Modern Warfare series, and Ghosts. My production partner there is Michael Bay, the action director, is known for you know big action movies like Transformers, The Island, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor. And so at Rogue Initiative, what we do is we build new franchises from the ground up that go across you know all of those mediums. And the idea is you know content is becoming more and more the same. Whether you're talking about a linear piece of you know content that you know like a film or a television show or an interactive and immersive piece of content experience that's all created in gaming engine, you know? And so what happened was, you know, one, that realization of that, the ability to create content from the ground up that goes across mediums was very important. And what happened was about six years ago, Pokemon Go came out, you know, basically became this worldwide sensation demonstrated to people that you could put very compelling content and in real world locations and have people go there. And that's what inspired the idea for Superworld. Basically, you know, if what if you were interested in fashion or music or history or travel or, you know, education, you name it, how could I empower you to build a virtual world? How could I empower you to create, discover and monetize anything anywhere? And then how could we add Web3 to that? So you could actually own not only the geospatial, you know, locations around the world where all of this monetization is happening, but also how could you own the content as well and have, you know, um, the ability to have uh, real agency over that. So that was kind of the, 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 the background and history of how we got to Superworld. That's really awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, I always like to figure out like, what is it, what were the building blocks that people had mentally as they've grown from their first professional experience to where they are now. And, you know, all my guests are obviously in web three. Um, you were a management consultant, you were an investor, you were an operator, and then you created a kind of hybrid, it sounds like accelerator <laughs> in a way uh, to create these new worlds. And then you, created the new world <laughs> through Superworld. So take me a little bit through the lessons that you learned from each of those steps in your career to kind of get to this point where you were able to create a super world where everybody could kind of be themselves. And you realize, you know, that the identity that someone has can be realized through, through Superworld. Yeah. So, you know, I think that um, I've always really valued um, entrepreneurship and, you know, the, the freedom of, you know, creating ideas and, um, you know, utilizing, you know, resources 
uh, of different sorts, whether technology or, you know, uh, you know, friends and, and, and your network and, um, you know, a variety of, uh, different, uh, types of, you know, pieces, whether it's, it's sociological or, you know, in this case, web three just comprises so many different things besides just the technology you're bringing in stakeholders, you know, into any, into any system or, or experience or company that you're creating. And so that was always, um, really inspiring to me is how do people kind of achieve these missions that they're, they're going after. And so, you know, as I kind of evolved um, in my career and saw the different pieces of that, whether you're talking about investment banking, which is looking at something in a very strategic financial kind of, you know, uh, lens, or you're talking about management consulting, which is you're, you know, you're 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 inside with management trying to determine, you know, kind of what the best strategic direction is for a company, or you're in venture capital, where you're it's kind of a mix of all of those things, from the finance to the 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 um, operational value um, all the way to, you know, uh, looking at every aspect of how you're, how you're kind of creating value in a company uh, or the founder side where you're very hands-on in their arena, kind of, you know, making those decisions. I think there's an ecosystem that's really, you know, surrounds any of these, 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 you know, trajectories in my career, but also just, just the, the formation of um, putting together companies and ideas. And, and so I think really Superworld kind of culminates all that. You know, it is a virtual world that, you know, brings together these technologies, immersive tech, AR, VR, blockchain, AI, and, and brings in, you know, again, the Web3 aspects of that community building, engagement through NFTs, DAOs. Um, and, and so I'm trying to, you know, I think we're trying to build a, a virtual world that enhances people's lives, whether it's building a career, you know, launching a business, um, bringing in community, engaging your community, um, and then do that in a very collective way. Because I think as we build parts of an ecosystem, whether I'm a, you know, a founder of a company or you're a financier or you're a community organizer, you're, you're involved in a not-for-profit, you know, all of those, all of those different roles are very important for the overall ecosystem. And at Superworld, you know, I'm very proud to say that we're, you know, we look at that in a very holistic way and try to get involved. And we're involved in a number of not-for-profits and we have, you know, um, active participation with very large, you know, global organizations. And, and so, you know, that's very important. And so I think that, that kind of came from that, you know, experience over the years of kind of being involved in different parts of the ecosystem. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost like you, 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 you kind of had a, a knack for figuring out who the important players were, and that doesn't always mean humans, right? Like sometimes it's, it's other things too. Uh, and then once you realize that how the ecosystem worked, because you got to pick and choose at all the different kinds of ecosystems that you interacted with, then you were able to bring it all together and it culminated in, in Superworld. Um, so what, one of the things that, that I love about Superworld is that you, like you said, you can kind of just be yourself there, right? Like you can pick something that you would like to pursue and you can pursue it inside Superworld. If that's owning virtual land, you can do that, right? If that's starting a business, if that's starting a nonprofit, you can do that. So 
let me ask you this. It sounds like a very big marketing hurdle <laughs> to explain to people what exactly they should be using Superworld. So how does Superworld think about their target audiences, I should say plural, uh, and then how do you prioritize over time? Yeah, it's a really good question because, you know, um, five years ago when we started, um, you know, I, I, we were bringing together AR, VR, you know, Web3 AI, right? And, you know, back then there was no you know, there wasn't the term metaverse as it is thrown around now as, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's the metaverse. (laughs) Back then was, you know, it seems like there's too many technologies being combined here, (laughs) you know? And so, um, you know, and, and, and it's true. I mean, it's obviously true that, you know, if you, if you focused on AR, VR, maybe that's one, you know, category, focus (laughs) on web three, that's another category. If you focus on AI, it's another category, but I think the beauty of what we're doing is we're effectively bringing in, you know, a variety of technologies, but then on the community side, which was kind of your question, which is, you know, how does, how do we identify kind of who our target market is and what is our go to market strategy? You know, cause we have to be very very focused, right? Clearly. Um, Because even if we have this very big vision, which we do, which is, you know, to, again, enhance people's real lives and, you know, people have lots of uh, different things they're involved with. So, you know, lots of different ways to enhance someone's life. You know, I think our, our, our kind of narrow, you know, the tip of the sphere kind of focus um, was related to how can we, you know, bring in, um, these technologies uh, to enable, um, you know, uh, people to, again, uh, place digital assets in real world locations that provide real world utility. And when I speak about digital assets, I'm talking about, you know, NFTs, right? So how can I enable you to personalize the world around you with digital assets that provide a real function, a real utility to you in your life, in your business, in, you know, other pursuits that you have, maybe things you want to do in your community. And what we found is um, just, just from organic user behavior here, right? And this, by the way, that organic user behavior has helped us kind of define some of the things I'm, I'm talking to you now about, right? And, and, and that was, you know, when we, when we, presented what Superworld is, which is a virtual world mapped on top of the real world that's divided in, you know, 64 billion virtual plots of land covering the surface of the earth. And, you know, you could own those plots, you could, you know, again, activate monetization, you know, all the things I talked to you about in terms of the vision. What we found is, is that people understood where they lived. They might not have understood, you know, what NFTs are, what AR, VR is, what AI is, how that impacts their life, what the metaverse is. Those were still kind of question marks, but they understood where they lived. They understood where they went out. They understood where they go on vacation. They understand where they have a business, right? They understand these real world places. And if they understood the vision of what we're, we're doing, what they do is, as a first step, is they come to Superworld and they go and acquire these places that are very close to their heart, right? And and then guess what? What do they do? They well, they obviously now have a wallet and they have crypto. And so, okay, so now what do they want to do? And this goes back to your question. What do they want to do? 
Well, what they want to do is they want to probably create some NFTs. They want to figure out how to create some AR content. They want to create maybe some VR content. They want to learn about crypto or DeFi. They want to maybe get into a DAO. They want to get into another virtual world, right? And so what we've effectively created, and we've done it in a very organic way, is we've created this gateway, this gateway into the metaverse for a mainstream customer who likely does not know the, you know, the step three in that process of like, what is an NFT and why should I be creating that? That's still a question mark for them. But they do know, you know, where they live, where their surroundings are, places in the world they care about. And so that's usually the first step. So, so back to your question, you know, each one of these users has a different concern, a different interest, right? They're, they're maybe in a different industry. Some of those people are into sports. And so they're buying sports stadiums, right? As a first idea. Some of those people have a small, medium business, maybe a retail location. They're buying that location and maybe surrounding areas that they think is important. Some of those people are artists. And those, you know, the artists want to sell NFTs. That's a pretty direct connection. They want to create galleries and sell NFTs. Some of those people might be in the travel industry, right? And so they want to, you know, market a hotel or market a, a property or market a travel experience. And so what we've found is, is that our community has been very prescriptive to us in terms of building these tools. And the tools really revolve, as I said, around, you know, how can we help every one of these parties to engage using Web3, creating NFTs, immersive tech, DAOs in the environment around them. That's interesting. I, I would say, you know, I, the focus for the show, as, as you're aware, is, you know, working on this Web3 perspective issue and how we can start to use traditional marketing tactics to meet people where they are. I mean, you're literally meeting them where they are, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, you know, we are on video and not everybody's going to be on video. Would you want to uh, maybe show Superworld to us real quick? Yeah, sure, sure. I'm happy to. Let me... Um... Okay, great. So um, again, this is Superworld. This is the the homepage that you get to. We're at superworldapp.com. You know, very clearly, it, make the world yours is is a, a subtitle there. So you know, that's what we're all about. Um, you can kind of get an understanding of uh, Superworld. You know what it is. Uh, again, we've divided uh, up the world corresponding to real world space, and you can buy and own the land and then monetize activity. Um, kind of shows you our, our mobile application. So look at some NFT art and other things. Um, so this is just kind of our homepage. But when you walk through um, and enter into the map of Superworld, um, which I'm doing now, um, you get right into the map and you're able to see, you know, any place in the world. And in this case, we're in, in Manhattan. So I can kind of zoom in on the map. And if you see those shaded in blocks, there's a legend on the left here. And this shows you, for example, in Manhattan, you know, what's owned, what's available. So any, you know, any place here that's grayed in is already purchased. So um, you can make an offer on any place that's already bought, right? Um, and, you know, again, you, those, those properties... Um, that are grayed in. Those aren't currently being resold. Those are being held by their owners. Um, but you can make an offer on any property. And then the ones in green, if you see here, you can click on those as well. Um, 
those are the ones that are being resold, right? So you can see this one, um, you know, again, is being sold at 0.2 ETH. Um, but again, every property, depending on, you know, what the owner wants to buy it or sell it for, it could be different. This, this property is being sold for a hundred ETH, right? Um, again, uh, when you buy a property, you determine, um, the selling price, you can get offers at any price and determine if you want to resell at that price. But if you, you know, price, if you price a property and list it, someone can automatically buy at that price. Um, and then on the bottom left, we have what's called an NFT view and an AR view. So you can, again, create NFTs and place them in real world locations on the map. Um, so this was a, a popular NFT that was created for, you know, the Ukraine um, invasion that had occurred. Um, so we had artists selling NFTs to raise money for, um, for Ukraine. We have an AR view which also shows, you know, augmented reality content placed in real world locations. So you can walk down the street and, you know, create content as an example, something. Oh, that's cool. For the audience, we are looking at what is a real world camera with a drawing in the real world in augmented reality, which is really cool. Exactly. So you can create content and place it anywhere. This is an example of someone who created a, um, this is actually a real physical pod that um, uh, this, this owner rents. And so you can buy these pods and he's placed okay. them around the world. And you can, you can click buy those as an NFT and then you can rent the real pod. But the idea here is that you can place content in AR, VR, and you can also create content in any of those uh, uh, those mediums, AR, VR, 3D, 2D, audio, and create those as NFTs. Here's a, another piece of content that was placed in, again, uh, for the Ukraine invasion. This was placed right at the UN building in the United Nations. And the thing to realize is that if you're in these locations, you can pull out your phone and see the content that's been placed on the map. In real that's world when the location. mobile app would come in handy. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the mobile app. And then the thing that we're now doing is we're adding events onto the map, right? So you can go to events and you can, you know, again, this is the events filter. And so we'll just stay in New York since we're already here. But you can click in, you know, a city, you know, I've picked New York. And you can see, you know, events that are happening or have, have you know, in this case, some, that one I clicked on has happened. But you can you can click on events and see those events. Um, you can, you know, click on the event type, price, date. And so what we're trying to do here is create a way to discover what's happening around you, whether it's an event whether it is a piece of content that unlocks something that's happening at a retail location, whether it's, you know, me seeing an artist's work and being involved in a, um, you know, in a, uh, some kind of gallery or some kind of festival. Um, the, the opportunity here is for us to be able to, again, make it really easy for anyone now that they own real estate uh, ostensibly, they don't have to buy real estate to be clear. You could just start creating content in Superworld. Um, but the real estate is an easy way for me to now understand ownership of, 
of digital assets. It's a way of, you know, basically becoming a stakeholder on the platform because now you own part of Superworld. Um, but our focus is how do we make it really easy for you to add content and then visualize content in these real world locations? So that's that's what I showed you is the map interface. That's very cool. So I guess when you're when you're looking at growing the platform, um, is there a certain audience that you're prioritizing or are you um, I guess? Yeah. How 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 do you determine who you want to grow the platform through um, in terms of like how you reach out to them and your marketing and stuff like that? Yeah. So, you know, I think um, and we've been organic in the past to determine kind of who our organic audience was and who kind of cared about this. Um, and we've been early to the NFT space. So, you know, we got into NFTs in 2018. And so, you know, from the very beginning, obviously, there's this native, you know, crypto audience that understood what we were doing, understood NFTs. And so that was obviously, you know, the Web3 audience was um, definitely one of our target audiences. Um, but the thing that I've noticed, you know, from the very beginning, and I would say Web3, you know, gamers, you know, uh, tech first movers, you know, all, all of those groups are kind of, um, you know, again, very, have a big overlap. Um, but one of the things that was really exciting to me is, you know, I realized that there was this very, you know, mainstream interest in what we were doing, right? Um, back to the example I gave you, you know, even people that didn't completely understand the difference between AR and VR or, you know, even the term Web3, what that meant, they understood what we were doing and what we're working on, right? And so, you know, I would say even though our focus is on this very tech forward kind of Web3 audience, um, we found that, you know, a lot of the mainstream audience that's kind of on the periphery of that, who maybe, you know, is just getting first exposed to wallets and crypto, and they probably own some Bitcoin, right? But they wouldn't call themselves a Web3 kind of expert. We're seeing a lot of traction from that audience because now this gets them, you know, an easy way to, to dip their toes into the metaverse. They don't require a headset. They don't have to create a virtual avatar and go shopping in some virtual mall. A thing that, to be honest, a lot of people are not going to do. You know, and, we, and brands tell us this all the time. You know, Rich, the reason we love Superworld is you're wherever our customers are and you're making it really easy for our customers to access, you know, this type of content. And so that's kind of our goal is, you know, how can we, again, not only attract, you know, the Web3 and the gamers and this audience that naturally kind of understands this and comes on board and, and, and uh, you know, easily kind of transacts, but how can we make it super simple to them, you know, get this more mainstream, those on the periphery of that audience to then come on board and, and get in in a big way. And we're doing that with events. So that's one strategy, right? So how can we help people who go to conferences and events kind of understand how to utilize Web3, maybe see immersive content, maybe buy NFT tickets, maybe get involved in a DAO, you know, things that maybe a year or so ago would just be completely foreign to that more mainstream audience. How do we break them into it? And I think that's the really big opportunity here that we're focused on. And that's why Superworld works in the way it does. We're on web and we're mobile, right? We're not, 
you know, we, we don't really, even though we can create VR content, and I was just at a VR conference today speaking, and we presented that conference. It was in the Taj Mahal, but it was in the virtual Taj Mahal, but that was accessible from the real Taj Mahal, right? So even though it was <laughs> right. a virtual conference in alt space VR, we had that accessible from the map in Superworld. Right. So even though we, we can do that, what we're more about is this more kind of mainstream accessibility. And that's why we're on web and mobile. Gotcha. Gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. It sounds like yeah. the thing that keeps popping in my head as you're describing this about meeting people where they are, obviously the right strategy um, is, is partnerships yes. um, and, and who you partner with. Um, I guess it, by way of that, first, how, how do you define the metaverse? Right. Um, and then next, at what point does Superworld play into the journey of someone that might be a part of some of your, your brand partnerships as you grow? Yeah, that's an awesome question. Thank you. So, you know, the metaverse, uh, the way I, I think about it is, you know, first of all, it, there, there's a lot of definitions out there and, you know, uh, uh, you know, many of them are, are, um, really, uh, you know, great descriptors of what the metaverse is. You know, Matthew Ball has a whole book on it, which I highly recommend. Um, Tony Preci, a friend, good friend of mine, has the seven rules of the metaverse, which I also highly recommend everyone look at. Um, and, you know, again, the metaverse, if I were going to describe it in my own world, is, is, is kind of this combination of all of the virtual worlds and platforms um, that comprise um, you know, this next level, next generation of the internet, incorporating AR, VR, blockchain, AI, you know, all of these different mediums um, doesn't have to incorporate them all. Right. Um, but it, it, you know, kind of enables that. Um, and, you know, again, the, the sources I recommended go into much more detail on all the aspects of that. But I would say a, a really handy rule of thumb is, first of all, there's one metaverse. Like, I hear this oftentimes where people say, oh, you know, is this another metaverse? You know, and, <laughs> and I think the thing to think about is that the way that term is defined is it's one metaverse and there's lots of virtual worlds and platforms that comprise that. Um, so Superworld's a virtual world. Um, but the other way I think about it is, you know, the metaverse is really the um, understanding in someone's life that their physical life and their virtual life is really come together as one. And I think that the reason that's important is, you know, I think in our daily lives, we think of our physical life, um, which is, you know, when we go out for a run or we, you know, do something, um, go to an event or go even go to a conference or go to, go to the office or something like that. And then we think of our digital or virtual life when we're on a zoom call or we're like looking at social media or we're playing a video game or something like that, right? Watching a movie, you know, on Netflix, Th those are kind of digital activities, right? But I think the metaverse is really the concept, um, of when my physical life, things I'm doing in the physical world, and those things that I'm doing in the virtual world come together. So when I when I can do something virtual and maybe expect some kind of physical um, benefit from that, if I buy an NFT that's getting me into an event, uh, it's allowing me to access to something 
it's allowing me to join a community of some sort that's physical, potentially in the real world. Doesn't have to be, but likely could be as well. And and then vice versa, when I'm doing something physical, like going to an event, you know, uh, doing something in my community, going for a run, you know, and and I'm thinking about what is the virtual aspect of that? Am I logging that on my, you know, iWatch or am I involved in an application that's giving me some kind of points for that? You know, am I um, getting some virtual you know, benefits from this physical activity. And so at Superworld, you know, um, that's exactly what we're doing is we're bringing together a virtual world that involves Web3 that enables you to benefit from doing the things that you love to do in the real world, right? I call it live to earn, but, you know, that name is probably going to evolve. But the idea is, you know, the, you know, from the, the, the name play to earn, which is you're playing a video game and then you're benefiting from that activity. How can we bring that into your real life? How can we bring tokenomics and, you know, Web3 into real life activities in the physical world? And how can we enhance your physical life? using these tools, including immersive tech, right? And AI. And so that's what the metaverse is for me is really bringing those things together. And you asked the second question. I, I forgot exactly what that was. That's okay. Um, what, what role does brand partnerships play in this? Yeah. Um, and I'll give you a little context. Um, sure. One of the best, some of the best applications of the metaverse recently have been in the retail space as an additional touch point uh, to customers. Not that you have to spend all your time there, which is commonly what people think. They think of Ready Player One uh, and they think, hey, this is an escape and I'm gonna you know, go here and be away from the physical world, which you've obviously made clear is not your beliefs. Um, but you see you know, stuff like Dot Swoosh uh, coming up and it just, to me, plays as another touch point for the audience to interact with the brand. And that does tie back to the physical world because odds are, if you're on dot swoosh, you probably own a pair of Nikes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and there are ways that you can own customizable Nikes by being there. And there's ways that you can go shopping while you're there, right? What you're already doing, you're already doing it in a must, much less interactive way through e-commerce uh, or going to a store. Um, so I guess how, how does Superworld think about brand partnerships writ large and kind of pairing that IRL to digital combination that you feel like is necessary to, to make a true metaverse? Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, you know, I think brands um, that come from the Web2 space that are interested in, you know, bringing their brands into Web3. And I think Nike has done a tremendous job. They're, they're very innovative. I'm a, I'm a fan of Nike um, and love the work that they're doing. Um, I think brands coming into this space, um, uh, it, one, is very important. Um, and it is very important um, not only for the space, but for the brands as well to understand their strategy and to be able to embrace, um, you know, some of the aspects of um, the technology, the culture in many ways um, that is very unique here. 
Um, but at the same time, you know, I do think it's very important to brands to, you know, think of the benefits uh, this brings, this technology brings to their customers. I, I do think that it's important um, to abstract away some of the technology. I don't think the customers need to know necessarily that this is an NFT and this is, you know, necessarily, you know, Web3 or AI or even AR, VR. Um, because, you know, I think ultimately over the course of the next few years, you know, we're going to be getting some of the benefits of Web3 technology through the form of tickets to an event or, you know, the ability to um, join a community and have some, you know, authenticity to trading some of these rights with other people in the community. So we're going to have all these benefits and we're just going to, you know, think of them as, you um, you know, just kind of improvements to um, the ways that things were done traditionally, innovation in a business model, per se. Um, I'll give you an example. So we worked with Custom House, which is a New York and Miami-based luxury club, and they used NFTs to sell lifetime memberships to their club. And, you know, that basically was an innovation in their business model. They could have done it the way they always did it. But by doing it that way, they're enabling their customers to resell those lifetime memberships in case they, after several years, wanted to do that. And the club was able to, again, is able to make a... Um, you know, a, a, a transaction fee on that resale, and then the customer is able to, you know, comfortably, um, you know, resell that membership, which likely is appreciated in value because, it, you know, in the few years, maybe that membership price goes up, right? And so, again, um, that's just an example of kind of business model innovation. Um, but the idea is, you know, how do we think about our brand and, you know, our relationship to our customers and, you know, build in these technologies in a way that, you know, incorporates those benefits without necessarily having to bring in all of the, you know, the tech jargon and, you know, all of the complexity of the technology itself. And that's happening, by the way, in the whole industry. So, you know, in, in other words, you know, how do you abstract away the wallet process, right? Um, how do you abstract away, you know, having to use uh, crypto over fiat? You know, can you use a credit card? Um, how do you abstract away, you know, the to see AR or VR content without necessarily owning a headset? Can you do that in WebGL on your computer or can you do that picking up your mobile phone? And so, and, and, and for us, you know, at Superworld, you know, we we have, you know, lots of brands that we're, we're engaging with in, in a variety of ways. And many of them are actually landowners, right? So that's that's how we get our brand kind of partnerships is they buy virtual real estate in Superworld. And then the next question they ask me is like, hey, wh what can we do together? You know, we, we own South Beach in Manhattan. Let's work together, you know. And uh, and so that's kind of how we, we think about it is, you know, how do we, again, you know, as a Web3 company, um, you know, think about what clients, what's a win for the client? What's a win for their customers? What's a way for them to engage the best? And as this technology is, is evolving and, you know, many of these 
you know, again, concepts are still new for their, their average customer. You know, for us, it's a lot about education, but it's also about, again, abstracting away the, the technical aspects of that and providing the value and the benefit. Um, and, and that's our focus. And again, again, our focus is very natural because it's really, you know, keeping it in the real world, the physical world but bringing these technologies to that world. So I think Nike's done a really great job of that, but there's a lot of other companies out there as well that are doing the same in very innovative ways. And, you know, we're, we're excited and fortunate to be able to, to partner with some pretty awesome uh, companies and, and, and groups in, in Superworld. That's awesome. Yeah, I think we're seeing, <clears throat> I mean, maybe people that have been around for a while, like myself and yourself, we, we knew there was a good application for retail. Uh, how we got there was, was to be figured out and people are starting to figure it out. We knew there's a good application for loyalty programs. We're now seeing that at a large scale with companies like Starbucks. Um, yeah. What, what are some of the most interesting applications? I mean, I, I, I I'll let you answer the question that I've got a good follow-up question <laughs> for you, but like, what are, is there any that, I guess kind of stand out as like a first of its kind use case inside a super world. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that we've really, you know, tried to um, think about our users uh, and, you know, the, the partners that we have that are buying this uh, virtual real estate and trying to understand, you know, as I said, what it is that they are, looking to do what are their ideas i mean i think the 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 foundational um uh you know amazing aspect of this is that you know the whole world's a video game you can literally do anything you want and so you know let's try to understand what it is that you want to do so you know at, at the very beginning we had artists get together in the real world in central park because one of the one of the real estate owners owned, you know, a variety of properties in virtual real estate in, in Superworld, encompassing Central Park in New York. And so they got together for art shows where they started placing their physical art in Superworld virtually. And some of their art was just digital as well. So it was physical and digital art placed in real world locations. Uh, for Art Basel, like, new, you know, Miami Art Week, um, artists were able to place artwork at those locations where Miami Art Week was happening, even if they weren't in town, right? Marketing their art right next to other artists that were there in physical form and in real world locations. So that really kind of demonstrated that you can put, you know, um, digital, uh, you know, in this case, artwork in real world places anywhere in the world and be there as if you were there on the ground showcasing those things. We had a, a super yacht design firm come to us because they wanted to market their new super yacht for the Monaco Yacht Show. And so they created a 3D super yacht that basically, you know, came in and docked at the Monaco Harbor for the Monaco Yacht Show. And, you know, attendees could pull out their phone, see the super yacht. And, you know, one customer acquired it to get access to, you know, a variety of parts of the show and access to the, the super yacht manufacturer and, you know, what they were doing at the show. So, you know, the idea of, again, creating a digital, um, you know, 
yacht, super yacht that people could look at and imagine what this yacht was going to be when it was produced in the future. It's very interesting. You know, we've had the World Bank work with us in the Caribbean alongside artists from the variety of countries in the Caribbean and a not-for-profit. So three organizations came together um, to create NFTs in the Caribbean to raise money for hurricane disaster relief. We literally had ambassadors of countries selling NFTs to raise money for hurricane disaster relief. Really showed you that you know you can get governments involved because they believe that something's a cool idea and it works. And you know again, you have different stakeholders involved there. Um, in the Amazon jungle, this was a this was an interesting one. I had we had tribes. Um, who, you know, again, living in the Amazon jungle, created digital art in the Amazon for anyone to explore and visualize from anywhere in the world and learn about, you know, deforestation that's happening in the Amazon, learn about these cultures from the tribes and, you know, again, uh, help these tribes, um, you know, keep alive their their home, the Amazon and their culture. And, and so again, um, you know, th the fact is, is that there's so much potential um, to utilize immersive tech and Web3 to educate people, to galvanize communities, to help provide livelihoods um, for individuals and businesses. Um, and so, you know, the way we've approached this is understanding very organically, what do people use this for? What are people using Superworld for? And then, in, you know, again, in a very, you know, boutique type kind of manner, kind of engage our community to understand what is it that they want to do. And that's kind of how we're looking to scale is, you know, each one of those customers, those landowners are brands. And many of them are, you know, in some cases, real world property developers. And so you got this, you know, real estate, physical real estate uh, market and brands involved in that too. So it, you know, it's, it's very exciting um, because there's just so many different kind of use cases, but those are, those are some of the most interesting ones. And as I showed you on the map, now that we're moving into the, the events category, um, we're looking to bring events um, to, again, uh, to, to enable event organizers to create, discover, and monetize events in a whole new way. And events cover so many different kind of niches and categories as well. So we're very excited about how really you can grow this community in multiple ways with so many different use cases. That's awesome. You kind of like led into my question. I was hoping yeah. my follow-up question, like right when you, if you would have stopped right at the World Bank thing. Okay. Uh, so, um, okay. but no, the, um, the, the, the interesting application that I keep thinking, and, and I don't know if you've thought about this a lot beyond like the nonprofit space is enterprise blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, where you've got kind of a lot of people calling, especially during this bear market, calling for uh, the, the reinvigoration of the enterprise blockchain world via healthcare, via um, you know, government identity management, uh, land management, and stuff like that. Is that something that is already happening inside of your world? Uh, and if not, is that something you're thinking about? And how do you think about it? Yeah. So, you know, I think we've always... Uh, thought about Superworld as uh, consumer all the way to enterprise in terms of use cases. I think, you know, um, 
very early on, I even had, you know, companies come to us and say, Hey, like, how can we build a virtual world just for our employees? Right. Um, and how, you know, what are the other kind of more enterprise use cases here? And I think, you know, our, our philosophy at Superworld is as we are building, you know, a very open virtual world and uh, an open platform is to provide the tools uh, for consumers as well as businesses um, to utilize, you know, these metaverse technologies um, uh, to to benefit, um, whether it's their employees in the enterprise sense or, you know, to, to gain new customers, whether it's a B2C model or a B2B model. Um, and so, um, you know, I think that uh, as we are talking to some of our stakeholders uh, in the past six months, you know, we have uh, gotten some very clear enterprise use cases. Um, for example, on the real estate side, um, you know, some of our customers want to utilize these technologies to visualize physical real estate property and to use these technologies to, you know, market their properties um, to enable the buying, selling, renting of their properties, um, potentially integrating, you know, decentralized finance there um, to potentially finance properties. And so I think there's, you know, just in that one category of, let's say, real estate, um, we've already started kind of down the path of looking at, you know, what, how can we, besides the consumer use case here, um, which is more, you know, entertainment, education, um, you know, uh, other, other use cases that are more kind of B2C, um, how can we bring in organizations that want to use this technology uh, in their own ecosystem in a more B2B enterprise use case? And so uh, real estate's one. Um, that's one of the categories that we've already embarked on um, just because, you know, we are in virtual real estate. So people can see the parallel and you can imagine uh, the number of real estate investors and real estate partners that um, understand this. Um, I can tell you, Rish, not sorry yeah. to interrupt. Uh, yeah. My wife does not often know who my guests are, and she doesn't know you personally, but she knew what Superworld was because she's a real estate agent. Awesome. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. we actually went to a conference in uh, Miami at early 2022 with Proppy. Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. And they have the meta agent course and Superworld comes up a lot in there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Proppy's awesome. And you know, they're they're building, you know, very kind of um, you know, very specific kind of use cases for buying and selling real estate using NFTs as an example and discovery of properties. And again, um, we're you know, very close to them and, and their team. And we have a um Tim Draper is our both of our investors. So that's how we've gotten introduced to them. But Natalia there is a great friend and they they're doing a lot of innovation. And so, yeah, thanks for that. And, you know, the real estate market's very, very important to us. And we're trying to figure out how to partner with the right organizations, the right companies like Property and others um, to kind of bring, you know, again, uh, enhancing the life of a real estate agent or uh, a real estate developer. Yeah, I just, I think in my head, I'm like, I have this picture where you can use your mobile app to go to a property, take a picture of the property and see who owns the title. 
right? Uh, and instead of having to go to uh, you know the local real estate uh, you know, government office to figure that out, uh, or or maybe you're going to a uh, place where you need to show your ID. Uh, and you can pull out your Superworld app and it's integrated with the local municipality or you know, DMV so that you can show people you are who you say you are. Um, that's there, you know, obviously a lot of sensitive information there. There have to be a lot of safeguards there. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, just that integration, that further building on the thing you keep iterating, which is finding people where they are, right? Like finding people yeah. where they are in the real world. Um, not just mentally, but physically, where are you going and what do you need when you get there? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Those are great ideas. Um, so yeah, I'll just take 30% of each of those when they, when <laughs> yeah, uh, we will. You yeah. just, you, we can just, you know, that's the beauty of it is you can build those applications in SuperWorld and, yeah. uh, into the platform. So yeah, we should talk more about that. Gotcha. Well, thank you. Um, I have my two traditional closing questions. Uh, The first one is, how do you describe Web3? So, you know, I I describe um, Web3 as, um, you know, the third iteration iteration of the web where you are able to read, write, and own. And, you know, again, as we have all become more virtual in our lives, as I described earlier, you know, earlier, whether it's we're on Zoom calls or maybe we spend a little bit more time than we should on social media or, you know, we're in a gaming environment or, you know, um, we're, we're, we're in other virtual worlds like Superworld, et cetera. Um, you know, I think, I think as you're in these virtual environments, you want to own those virtual environments as well, just as you do in the physical world. If you're spending time being more virtual, you need to have that ownership. And so I think that that's what Web3 represents to me is not only being able to interact, read and write, um, but to have ownership of digital assets and become a stakeholder just as you are in the physical world in these you know, virtual environments. Gotcha. I love yeah. that. Um, and then the final closing question is forward looking. Where do you see yourself and Web3 in the next six to 12 months? And where do you see yourself in Web3 in the next five to 10 years? Yeah. So, you know, we have a lot of work to do at Superworld. So um, we're, you know, heads down kind of building product and talking to our community and building out the features as it relates to events and NFTs and DAOs that I spoke about. And so we're very excited over the next six to 12 months to bring some of those to market um, and to, you know, continue to engage our community and to build super world um over the next five to ten years um you know i'm 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 very excited about the new technologies um as it relates to hardware as it relates to you know ai and that the ability of ai to generate um 3d content um the ability for you to you know again create applications using artificial intelligence um, and, you know, again, our focus is, you know, we, I think we're at the immersive tech, we've kind of, we're showing off how you can integrate the AR, VR content into Superworld, the blockchain, again, most people are, okay, I get it, the NFTs, the real estate, NFT content. And I'm really excited about the AI part of, of this equation is how can we enable AI integration? So Zach, you can just say, hey, you know, this is what I want to see. And you can just say it and boop, 
it shows up right in front of you. You're World. reading my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. when can I say create a gallery in Superworld with all of my favorite NFTs? Exactly. Right. Exactly. In Atlanta. Hundred <laughs> percent, and that's that's what we're that's what we're working on right now. Is you know we're I just got off a call this morning about progress on that, and you know there's Nerf, there's other technologies um, that are enabling this, so they're already here. And so again, back to the the idea of how do we make it really easy for anyone to create, discover, and monetize anything anywhere. I think AI is a, is a really big part of that equation. And so I'm really excited over the next five to 10 years to integrate that. And really, I think the vision there is how can we make Superworld, in terms of the utility we provide you on a daily basis, make that the way that you kind of interact with the world around you. And again, our mission is you know not only enhance your life, but to improve the world. And so we want to make it a place that you feel really good about. I mean, I just spoke at the Metaverse Safety Week conference this morning in virtual reality in the Taj Mahal, <laughs> um, you know, which is, which is funny. Uh, you know, it's just so crazy that kind of things like this are already happening. But the point is, is that, you know, I think what we want to do and what I talked about this morning in that talk is, you know, we really want to build this inclusive world where we want to, you know, again, take care of your privacy and your data monetization and other things. And I want to make it a world that is humane, that is focused on your physical life in the physical world and not sucking you into a virtual world. You know, and so in that sense, I would love for Superworld to be kind of, you know, what you think of as this enhancement to your physical life. That's where we want to be in five to 10 years is, you know, how can we really think about all the ways that we can really benefit you as an individual? And then collectively, how can we use this platform to help the world? You know, there's so many goals out there that, you know, so many organizations that get involved in Superworld have in front of them. And how can we help those organizations achieve those goals? Awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. that. The idea of empowering the individual and empowering society to better themselves be through empowering these individuals is mm -hmm. something I think that's often forgotten, right? Um, a lot of people are very focused on how do I make this person the best person, but a part of a person's role in this world is to make the world better too, right? Um, so I'm excited to, uh, to follow you, Rish. This has been awesome. Uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing what uh, Superworld does next. Hey, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be on this conversation with you and looking forward to uh, doing it again soon. So thanks for the opportunity to share our vision at Superworld. Thanks, Rish. Thanks for tuning in to Web3 with me. If you enjoyed the show and want to help us grow, please hit the subscribe button on YouTube or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to connect with me personally, you can find me on Twitter at Zach underscore French underscore.